Hello, this is Nathan Ray, and this is my friend, Katy Perry, the pop singer. Why Katy Perry? I, I got so much hell for that in school. Oh, the teachers, the teachers were like, Katy Perry, please come down to the office. I'm not Katy Perry. Grr, but fine. Go Katy Perry. <laughs> At least she's successful. I'm not. <laughs> Can you sing Firework? Can I sing? No. Okay. How do we know each other? We know each other from the water park. Whenever we were beside each other or near, or near each other or even in the staff room, we would just talk and talk and talk about anything. We got along quite well, which was really nice. Yeah, definitely. What would you say was your first impression of me? Another weird guy. What were your first impressions of me? My first impressions of you were that you were very angry and bitter and you hated your life and you just needed another friend. That hasn't changed. (laughs) COVID has not helped that. Hey, we're talking with each other right now. We can continue to talk. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I guess I've grown more of a backbone. I've cut out more friends than I care to admit this past year. So that's fun. Toxic friends? Yeah. Yeah. Friends from work. I mean, I haven't worked since March. And friends from high school that I've, you know, thought I'd be friends with for a lot longer. And I had to cut them out because they decided to hurt me. They haven't grown out of high school? Not for them. I mean, I won't say names just for privacy reasons, but one of my friends, she asked me to be a bridesmaid. Like she gave me a bridesmaid gift and she gave it to me like, can you be a bridesmaid for my wedding? And I said, yes, most definitely. I found out last year in October through her sister on Instagram that she got married. She did it without telling me. And when they confronted her about it, she was like, oh, it was just a spur of the moment. We wanted to get married in the fall. She had the dress picked out. She had the venue picked out. She had the bridesmaid dresses picked out, the flowers and the food and the booking. That would take months before a spur of the moment thing. And it was at that moment, I'm like, you know what? I've been there for you. I was like the only friend outside of your family to go to events like your birthday and other events. And you pull this BS on me? Bye. Done. Don't need you in my life. Do you think that COVID restrictions were a factor in you getting cut out? For her, probably. For me, no. She's always been selfish, so... That was like the last moment. Like, done. Fair enough. Before we move on to the next section, I do want to comment that, like, working at the water park, it certainly felt like going to high school again. Oh, don't even get me started. Everywhere you turn, was like, drama, 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 drama. Keep it in the drama club at school for crying out loud. I know we deal with high schoolers, but this is a lot. Yeah, and and it didn't really help that we were working with actual high schoolers, too. Yeah, wasn't the youngest, what, 15? Yeah, we had people, like, from 15 to late 20s. Pushing 40s. Yeah. I mean, one of our supervisors just got married. I saw on on Facebook. Yeah, I I think I've seen that, too. It's like, oh, yay! I'm happy for you. Do I miss the water park? 
No. Will I go back there if I can't find a job? When COVID is, the restrictions are, are a bit more at ease? Probably, because it's a job. And it's a job that I was good at because I need money right now. And that'll be a place to go with. However, it sucks because the Life Saving Society has said that all of your qualifications and all your certifications that you got in the last two years are done. You need to take all of them all over again. So people who are lifeguards need to be recertified. They need to retake the courses again, which is annoying. Are those courses being held right now? No. And it's weird because if all of the certifications are expired now, who's going to teach us? That is an excellent point. So it's up in the air for a lot of it right now. But it, it was a job that I was good at. And it was a stable enough job that I could stay for a while. Why not work at like a clothing store or elsewhere for West Edmonton Mall? Try that. Didn't work out multiple times. Never got an interview. So in a weird way, the water park is kind of like the only place where you've been able to belong so far. Yeah, which is why eventually like when I get more money coming in, I'd want to stream on Twitch, play games. I want to make videos on YouTube. I want to do all the stuff that's creative and kind of more free. I can express myself in ways that I never really could. And I want to try new things. So like, why not? I can reach out to people. I can be amusing to people. I make people laugh constantly. Like I don't even try half the time. I just do. So I want to spread that. What's stopping you from doing that right now? I don't have any damn money. <laughs> it's expensive to get the proper equipment for it. I need an actual like desktop computer, which I don't have. Lighting, mics, good set of headphones. I don't have any of that. So I need to get money coming in to achieve that. And hopefully within the next year or so, I can do it. I have a friend of mine and she offered to make a logo for me for the channel that I want to start with. And she's like, yeah, I can be your editor and mod. I go, okay. Never actually to it, but okay. Saves me time. (laughs) But yeah, want to try new things. Why not gaming? Learn more about computers because everything's virtual now. Outside of those dreams that you're focusing on for the future, In the past week or so, and this is something that I'm asking every guest, every time that I have someone on, how has God been working in your life over the past week? Never really thought about it. I guess it's just having a sense of ease right now. Like I'm not stressing out so much. I'm not worrying too hard again. It's been laid back for me recently which is a nice change. I'm focusing more on myself, I guess. And it's almost like an epiphany of sorts. Like I like focusing on me for a bit. I like working on myself to be better in the future. Like focusing on what I like, what I don't like, what I want to achieve, I guess. Maybe not the best answer as I'm saying this, but that's... No, it makes sense. I would want to ask, though, like, how exactly do you see yourself improving? Well, as I said, like, I don't stress out a lot anymore. I prefer to talk things through. I like to 
when I'm worked up about something, I tend to just go away for a while, like process, which is something I haven't really done before. I just process it, let it sit for about almost half an hour or so. Then I try to talk to people like, hey, like this isn't working out for me and so-and-so why. I don't know. There's less anger in me now. Yeah, I get frustrated because you deal with family I'm staying with and COVID hasn't helped with that. But it's easier to manage. I can manage my anger a bit better now. And I'm cutting people out of my life that were toxic. So that's an improvement. That is definitely good. What about you? So I would say for the past week, the way that God has been working my life, I would say that I'm going through the same thing in terms of dealing with toxic people. A couple of weeks ago, there's this server that I'm, I was a part of on Discord. It was catered towards people with a passion for art, animation, screenwriting. And that was something that was really up my alley. I was a part of the server for about eight months. During most of that time, I was occasionally getting into trouble with people there, saying really stupid things that would offend them. And I'd have the moderators come to me and say, hey, Nathan, we can't have you say stuff like this. And I'd be like, okay, I'm going to keep that in mind. And then later on, I'd say something different that would offend people. And I'd have to take that and put that into my mind as to things that I needed to avoid. And apparently, the straw that broke the camel's back was three weeks ago, there was this girl who I considered myself to be fairly good friends with. On the server, she asked people what their thoughts of her were. And I chose to interpret that question completely seriously. And thus, I gave a very serious, direct answer where I listed out all the things that I liked and didn't like about her. And that was offensive. And that got me banned from the server for a period of 90 days. About 18 days into that ban, I got a message from one of the moderators telling me that I was now permanently banned from the server. And, you know, it's like, it's like the water park all over again. Oh, my God. Okay. This might rub people the wrong way, but I really don't care. People even need to grow a backbone for crying out loud. You need to stop being so butthurt over the tiniest things. And you're not butthurt? Uh, I'm butthurt for you. <laughs> like, that's just, I don't like that. Like, that's mean. And, you know, like, well, I considered myself to be fairly good friends with most of these people on the server. But at the same time, like the water park, it was a bit of a toxic place. Most of the people on the server lived down in the States. They were very left-wing and mm. anti-conservative. And as That's someone a who, big clash for yes, you. <laughs> yes, as someone who is very conservative, it was uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, those people who are so far on either side, actually, you have to be careful because say one thing and they can be set off and they have a very narrow mind of accepting other people's opinions and ideas. It's like their side is the right side, right side only. No. Is not. You might accuse me of having a very narrow mind and of believing that I have the right answers. 
Everyone is allowed to speak their opinion. If people are offended by it, so be it. Yeah. But anyways, that experience, it's personally devastating for me. But at the same time, it's also helped to highlight to me like other people in my life who have been willing to step in and provide the support that I need. People like those at the church that I attend. There's this Bible study in Toronto that I've been attending for the last eight months or so. And the people there are fairly solid and accommodating for me. The day after I received my initial ban, I was taking a driving lesson with my driving instructor. And she's someone I don't really like. She's very harsh and critical, and she's also Indian. So I don't know why those two personality traits seem to align in that racial demographic, but yeah. I hate to say that she's a stereotype, but at the same time, it's also true. We were finishing up one of our last lessons, and at the end of it, she said to me, Nathan, you're not ready to do your road test. You need more practice, but I'm willing to help you, and I'm willing to give you the time and the hours that you need so that this can work out for you, so that you can have the best chance of passing your test and getting your driver's license. And in my mind, I'm sort of thinking to myself, wow. I don't know if I even like you as a person, but you're willing to step in for me in that way. And I can't help but feel very appreciative of that, especially when I'm dealing with this other social group that is not as appreciative. Yeah, it's rare to find people who are like that. It's also rare to find people who you just, this is going to sound really weird, but going back to your server issue that you had, and you felt like you were friends with them. I feel like to be yourself around people, you need to have that right sort of vibe to them. You know what I mean? Like when you meet someone and you're just like, you're a good person and you click like really easily. Those are the people that you can be more yourself and be more open without trying to hold back anything. Yeah, I think that's why you and I got along so well at the water park and still to this day, like we're both very much laid back and we're accepting of, of anything. Well, I don't think we necessarily clicked at first. We clicked a lot sooner than most people did. (laughs) Like most people would just stare. Stare or just be very awkward. They would just stand stiffly and like turn away, trying to do their job. But after like we talked initially, it was very easy for us to just talk, wasn't it? It also helped that I was testing everyone's water slides. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Like, can I go down this? Can I go down Cyclone? Can I go down Skyscreamer? It's like, okay. I don't want to get wet today. <laughs> Best part of the job. One of the few things I missed from the water park. All those slide testing moments. Oh, the one thing I don't miss is screaming at people for not catching their kid at the bottom of the slides. I don't want to deal with stupid. <laughs> The water park attracts a certain brand of stupid, Katie. Don't you forget that. I think one of the stupidest things I saw, I was at the bottom of Corkscrew and, you know, both sides, people coming down, right? So above the pool where Corkscrew was, there was that balcony, like the set of stairs. You remember what we're talking about? Like if you're standing on the bottom where the lights are, 
you see the balcony where the stairs are to go up and you yes. can kind of go up to typhoon that balcony this guy was stoned him and his buddy were stoned one of the guys climbed over the railing and onto this little lip right above the water and it's probably a good thing to point out that the water's four feet deep he jumps off this balcony into the water and it's about maybe 10 15 feet up into four feet deep water as soon as this guy hits the water from that little lip off the balcony the two people in the slides come out i'm at the bottom watching this happen i screamed bloody murder at this guy who jumped off the balcony and the lifeguard at typhoon came over and yelled at him too one of the supervisors came, security came, because the lifeguard called. Like, hey, this guy needs to get out of the park now. This guy who jumped off the balcony walked away unscathed. I have no idea how he didn't, like, break a leg or something or hit one of the other guests who were, down, who were coming down the slide. I was like, what happened? I was shaking for a while after that, like, mm-mm. So whenever I was at course crew after that, I made sure to look up. In case someone was stupid enough to do that. That story is so hilarious and horrifying at the same time. It is. Like, it's like, that actually happened? It sounds so comical that it doesn't seem real. <laughs> right? Like, but it was. And it was terrifying. And Corkscrew was the slide that people liked, apparently, to drown on the most. Corkscrew, Nessie's Revenge, and Typhoon. Yeah, those were the deep ends. Well, it doesn't really help the fact that Crescrew didn't have the mats. Yeah, that too. It was very slippery. Remember the time that a rat accidentally dropped down into the beach? Oh my god, yes! Oh, that was terrifying! <laughs> of course, we live in Alberta, where there are no rats. So how this one managed to spontaneously manifest and get around all the mouse traps that are laid uh... up on the top... That haven't been sprung for what 30 years. Were you there when the wave pool was shut down for most of the day because people couldn't keep their shit in their pants? Yes. It was hilarious. Like we were on the slide tower. We were, we were dying of laughter, but lifers were so pissed. I was pissed off too. But we found it kind of funny though. It's like, <laughs> but no. then we had to deal with the brunt of it. Angry guests, fed up guests, like, why is the wave pool closed? Well, actually use the bathrooms, not the pool. And the fact that people come to the water park thinking that, oh, yeah, it's not that deep. I can swim. Blue Bullet is a slide where you can just go straight to the bun without having to go into a pool. It's a run out. The water's maybe, if you're standing up in it, it's about halfway up your calf. Like, it's very, very shallow. You can just sit up and the water's just at your lap. I've had people start drowning in those waters. One of the guys at the bottom, at one point, blew the whistle three times because he thought this guy was having a seizure. And he was just panicking in the water. This was also one of the high schoolers. There's a difference when someone's having a seizure and when someone's, like, panicking. You need to know the difference. Seizures are very stiff movements and very, very jerky. If someone's panicking, they're moving around a lot more than they're having a seizure. Just a FYI to anyone listening. And this is why we take first aid. This is why you need to listen to the people who work there. 
at any water facility, at a pool, at a water park, in a lake, and at the beach, you listen to the lifeguards and the people who are trained in and around water helping out. You listen to us. We know what we're talking about. We know what we're doing. If we don't listen, you could end up in the hospital. Your choice. Have you ever experienced times when people did listen and they still ended up in the hospital? Because the water park is a very accident-prone place, you know. Personally, no. I mean, I've had to jump in a few times for the same kid because parents don't listen. And that's the parents' fault, not the kid's fault. But none that ends up in, in the hospital. I've never been a part of a major. I've had oh, quite a few minors when it comes to, like having to jump in for someone or there's a nosebleed or there's a scrape, someone scrape themselves on the slide, someone falls down. There was one time at Sunrunner, the one slide that's hell on earth for anyone who works there. It's a pain in the ass. This guy comes up and he's with his buddies. This is when we had triple tubes, by the way, not the double ones, but the triple ones. He manages to slip on a small puddle of water, hits his rib on the railing where he grabs like, you know, pull with a tube. He lands on that, starts breathing heavily and he's a bit panicky. So I'm like, I'm gonna call lifeguard and all that. The lifeguards come up, all the equipment, plus a supervisor. For anyone who's listening, if you see a first aid like that in a public facility, a pool, a gym, anywhere let the people who know first aid handle that give the person who is receiving first aid a bit of privacy don't look their way they get a little bit embarrassed to say the least uncomfortable with all the staring just the thought has come to mind should we be talking about this stuff we're not saying names but we are casting the water park into a negative light the water park's already in a negative light how so it's the water park. It never gets cleaned. Fair enough. Anyone who's been there knows this. We've had people come up to us and ask, like, is the water park ever cleaned? Like, why is the water that green color? Like, when is that green color? Shrek's in the building. Get out of our swamp. Switching the topic a little bit on hand, just so that we don't get sued. We were talking earlier about toxic friends and like, I suppose the question that I want to ask is that for myself, I think I could look at a person like you and I could think that maybe you're toxic, you're angry, you're bitter, you drop F-bombs all the time, you act like you hate your life. And yet I was still willing to sit down, talk with you. I think I was taking a bit of a gamble acting as if you weren't a toxic person, hoping that you weren't a toxic person. How do you know that I'm not a toxic person? You've never given me reason to think you're a toxic person. Okay. There are people that I can see from like a mile away. I don't even have to know them that well. I can just like talk to them briefly and they get a good feel if they're a good person or not. Like, oh, well, you're a hypocritical jackass. Go away. Don't need you. Or hey, you're a nice person. I don't mind talking to you. We like we might not get along, but I can talk with you. I can tolerate you for you. I have friends who are similar in the thinking. So I've had quite a few years experience dealing with that. You were just another person. I'm like, oh, he's a weird person. I could be friends with him. Let's see how far he's willing to push it. <clears throat> and you gambled right. So yay for you. 
Hooray for me. Do you feel like there are any significant differences between us that you're willing to say, you know what, even if I don't like this about him, I can still be willing to talk with him? I mean, it's bad to say, but the whole God thing, like you, even on Facebook, you post a lot about God's work and you talk a lot about like Bible verses. I'm not a religious person. I tolerate it. I tolerate it. And I'm totally fine with tolerating it. But there's a point where it's like, mm, too much for me to handle. <laughs> I'm not saying like religion's bad at all. Like, let's make this very, very clear. Religion is fine. You want to believe that? Go ahead. I have no issues with it. I am willing to look past all that. The only issue I have for anyone listening who's religious, do not shove it down my throat. Okay. Do not make it overbearing so punch in the gut, punch in the gut, punch in the gut. I will be annoyed. I will fight back on that. But if it's posts on Facebook and all that, I can look past it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So this may sound really bad. And I'm really, really sorry if I offend anyone listening. But that's just me. I'm and not I'm- offended. And I'm you're the person who would be most likely to offend me because you're saying, well, Nathan. Yeah, I know. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sorry if I offend anyone. I, I'm, I'm not a bad person when it comes to this. Like, religion's fine. Religion is fine. I will gladly learn about religion. Learn the history of the religion. Like, I learned about Christianity. I have a better respect for Christianity. Same with Catholicism. Like, I will gladly learn religion. I'm not a religious person, though. How do you feel about people who are passionate about, you know, other things that you don't have as much interest in? Like my friend uh, TK, he really loves hip hop. He really loves basketball. I don't. And whenever I'm looking at his stories on Instagram and he's giving commentary on basketball, I am just totally not vibing with it. But at the same time, I would say that he's one of the most encouraging friends that I've ever had. And so if our friendship was solely based on him talking at me about basketball and me just standing back and listening, that would probably suck. Yeah. We have a stronger foundation for our friendship that we can come together and talk about for him and myself. He's also a Christian. We get into talks about religion all the time for you and me. I think we have something in common in the way of English literature and politics, our interests in those respective fields. And I think from there, we can make some headways into how we interact with each other. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I personally feel that the best friendships are the ones where you don't agree on everything. You have interests that may not align with someone else, and that's fine. You look past it. How does that person make you feel? Like, do you like being around that person? Do they encourage you? Do you encourage them? You can go for days or weeks without talking to a friend. And when you do talk, it's like no time has passed. Those are the strongest and best friendships in my mind. And friends like that, you want to keep. So if you can look past your friend for loving basketball. I hate basketball, by the way. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> You're offending every basketball lover who's listening to this episode, you know? I can tolerate it. I don't watch it. 
I don't follow the stats. I don't follow sports that much, period. <laughs> Say, like, hockey. I hardly watch hockey. I'm Canadian. I should watch hockey more, but I don't. Yeah, hockey is terrible. Or not, not hockey is terrible. Hockey is just uninteresting. Hockey is boring if you watch it on TV. Hockey is boring even if you watch it in person because you get uh, advertised <laughs> to so much. I actually prefer like going to games because that way I can actually like pay attention to what's going on. If it's on the TV, I will not pay attention to it. So, which is why I like to go to football games. Football games are so much fun to be. <laughs> like you're outside, beautiful day out. What better way to spend time than like watching a football game and talking with people around you, new people and listening to the occasional good music that pops in for the halftime show. Yeah, but sports are not my thing. See, sports I can tolerate to an extent. Hockey I can tolerate. Football I can tolerate. I hate watching golf. My dad can sit and watch the Masters by himself with friends with a beer and all that. Like, how? I worked at a golf course. Horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Boring. The only good thing that came out of the golf course for me was I learned how to cut grass. And when it comes to summertime, I am the one that mows the lawn. Because I have a very specific way of mowing it thanks to the golf course. (laughs) I do the checkered patterns and I weed whack. I have a very specific way of weed whacking. It annoys me so much when I don't weed whack and I see the long patches of grass like, oh, it's already cut. No, it's not. That's the only good thing that came out of the golf course for me. Spent four months there. Gone to four different accidents. Did you almost die? One of them, yes. Okay. I managed to get thrown out of one of the carts by a friend. She turned the cart around so fast that I didn't have time to brace. And when she turned around, I flew out of the cart. <laughs> she was gone like I don't know 20 yards and all she sees when she looks because I scream is feet flying <laughs> and I'm on the ground and it's wet by the way <laughs> outside for this is it raining oh god those four months were full of rain <laughs> the amount of times I came home soaked covered with bug bites was insane if I can avoid working outside, I will avoid working outside. Is that why you chose to work at the water park? Yes. The outdoor experience, just indoors. No, it doesn't like the fact that I have extremely sensitive skin. If I am outside for 10 minutes without sunscreen on, I will go lobster red. I mean, the water park didn't help with the heat. <sighs> Wasn't there a few times that some of us, like, working... On the really hot days, like it's 30 above outside and it's 30 above it inside the water park and the big glass roof. And we were passing out from the heat. We were just so overheated. It never happened to me. Then again, I carried around a large water bottle with me all the time. You carried around a monster-sized water bottle. You and like three other people carry the same thing. Like you guys are just carrying the big freaking jugs around. I was prepared. You were prepared. I was not prepared for any of that. I was just prepared to deal with the ignorant, stupid people. So you're saying that you tolerate most sports. Are you the kind of person where you'd be willing to take part in an activity that you merely tolerate instead of love? 
if only to show someone you do love that you appreciate them. Because for myself, I'm planning on visiting uh, my friend TK in a couple of weeks. He lives over in Toronto and I'm going to be taking a trip over there. And one of my goals for going on that trip is that I am going to be sitting through an entire game of basketball with him. And I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it, but I want to see what the experience is like just sitting next to him, listening to him, giving his commentary and showing that I really do appreciate him that much. The only advice I can give you is go there, try to have an open mind and just watch people around you so, so you can blend in a bit easier instead of sticking out like a sore thumb. So like if they're cheering, cheers all. If, if he's all happy and joyful, yeah! I don't know if that's possible, really. Because like, if you do that too much, then you come across as fake and over-enthusiastic. And if you don't do that enough, then obviously you don't come across as enthusiastic enough. And like, I think my lack of passion for basketball is going to show through. Does he know that you're not a fan of sports? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Well, if he knows and you're willing to sit through it, that already speaks so much. You were willing to push past that and sit with him or try to sit with him through a game that he's passionate about. If that's not being a real true friend, I don't know what could be. Like, you should be appreciative of that. Hopefully. Have you experienced anything like that as of late? Does some of my classes count? Is there anyone in your classes who you love so much that you're willing to sit through those classes just to say, yes, I am there for you? You know what? Yes. This is something that very recently happened. One of my friends in my classes, she was telling me that her spouse is doing a Twitch channel. Like he's doing games, right? So me being the third friend that I am, I'm like, okay, I'll I'll check him out. I am there for every stream. He has one at seven tonight. And I am one of the ones dominating the chat, just making comments. Because like, I want to be there. I want to support this guy. Like, like this guy's actually sounding really, really fun. And I'm friends with his spouse. And I, we get along great. I'm not a big fan of the games that they play, but I watch them. Are they playing, like, uh, League of Legends? No, nothing mainstream like that. Thank God. Fortnite League of Legends, get out of here. He plays Jurassic World's Evolution, which is kind of funny. Because, you know, you get to make dinosaurs, build a park. And cause mayhem. And he's playing Ori and the Blind Forest. Have you heard that game? Yes. I actually own it. It's so pretty. Haven't played it yet, though. Oh, it's a beautiful game. Beautiful game. You will probably cry. That's the only spoiler I'm giving you. Like, you will probably cry. Play it for yourself to understand. He's also played Hollow Knight. I love Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight is awesome. (laughs) I love that game. Okay, I saw him streaming like in the middle of Hollow Knight, so I don't know Hollow Knight, like what it's about. You do not need to know the storyline. You just need to experience the atmosphere. (laughs) And on Friday, him and his spouse are playing Don't Starve Together. Have you heard of Don't Starve Together? Yes, I have. It's an interesting survival game. I'm not sure if it's one that I would play myself. I prefer to watch, like, people play Phasmophobia. Have you heard that game? 
I think so, yes. Phasmophobia is when is you and a group of people can go ghost hunting. Oh, cool. It's terrifying. Some of it's actually really, really damn scary. There's different levels from like amateur. There's one in between amateur and professional. But professional level? Oh my God. You say one wrong thing, the ghost comes after you and kills you. <laughs> it's really, really terrifying. But I like it. I like that kind of style. I like proximity voice in the game too, which is really fun to use. People have been using it in Among Us. I've seen a few Among Us videos. I get the concept. It's overplayed to the max. Have you played it? Yes. I played it on my phone. That doesn't only really count. Yes, it does. I've played it on my phone. So like, I would, I would love to play Among Us with a group of people that I know and we talk like over Discord. That would be really fun and just cause mayhem. I want to play more video games. I'm not a gamer. I want to be a gamer. That's why I want to do streams on Twitch eventually to become a gamer. Do you wish that you had a, more of an opportunity to play video games back when you were younger? Yep. Were you at the very least a casual gamer, someone who played on their Wii and DS? Never had a DS, never had a Game Boy, never had a GameCube, never had a PSP until I was 13. Before that, it was a Wii when it came out. Woo, a Wii. But I was very, very active as a kid. I did two different types of dances, plus swimming, track and field, soccer, all kind of like mashed together into one week, and school. So why aren't you a professional athlete? Why isn't that your career choice? Injuries, for one, kind of pushed that back. Biggest injury I had was in cheer. I was a cheerleader in high school. In 2013, I got badly injured in cheer. I was at a camp with my friends. And, you know, this is a cheer camp. So we're all there for about six hours. Halfway through, we're doing one of the tosses in cheer. And... I was a base, and being a base, like, you fling people up in the air pretty high, and you catch them. The group that I was with, we were practicing on one of our backup flyers. So, say the main flyers can't perform or they're hurt, the backup comes in and does it instead. We tossed this girl so high. And this is an actual, like, gym, so the roof is, like, a long ways off. We tossed her so high, she was maybe 50, 20 feet from the ceiling. Like, we flung her. And for a flyer, they're supposed to stay stiff as a board, right? She didn't. She flailed horribly. So we're scrambling around to try to catch her. And I hit third base a lot sooner than most guys did in my grade. (laughs) So we're looking up, waiting to catch her. (laughs) She lands right on my forehead, and I'm looking up. So my neck is craned, and she breaks her tailbone on my forehead. I mean, she's caught on my head so I get a face full of butt my spine snapped against itself almost like a bungee cord down we both go and she gets up like she's sore like cracked tailbone doesn't feel pretty I'm down on my back moaning in pain I flip myself over and I just stay there for about 10 minutes like hands and knees just moaning and this happened right in front of my cheer coach she panicked. So after about 10 minutes of me moaning and agony on the floor, I get up and I keep going. 
keep going to the camp. Can't stop. So when I get back to the high school, I walk home. It's about a 10 minute walk. I am walking like a 2D animation, like walking, stick my figure. I'm like, um, I can't move my back. The next day I was in bed, could not move. And I probably should have gone to check it out, but I didn't. Probably should have gone to physio, didn't. And because of that, I have a pinched nerve in my back and I have to be careful of how I sit. If I sit a certain way, I get tingles from my hips to my knees, sometimes to my toes. And I can't bend certain ways anymore. It seizes up. And if you have a back injury, it lasts for a lifetime. So that's one of the reasons why I'm not a professional athlete because I got badly hurt and it has not healed. The only thing you, you can do for a pinched nerve or something bad in your back is work your core if you can. Work your core muscles to strengthen the, the muscles around the injury. And that's the only way you can really help yourself. So if you do go back to the water park and you do have to recertify and you have to do everything, not just first aid and CPR, but also the swimming, are you going to be in good enough shape to actually do it? Yes. And if it seizes up, crunch my teeth, keep going. I mean, since COVID hit, I've been working on myself, right? I have lost 40 pounds since March and I'm still losing. So working on myself, make myself stronger. I'd love to see how you look in person. Maybe someday soon. <laughs> one day, one day, one day, one day. More. One day more. Oh, I miss people. As bad as that sounds. Like, I just miss people. I miss being around, like, big crowds and seeing people laugh together, doing stuff outside, like, go to arcades, go to the movies, going to the movies. Oh, my God. (laughs) I miss the theaters. Ah! You can still go. Like, obviously not to the movie theaters because now they're closed, but, like, you can still try and meet up with other people. You can still go yes, out to caves. But you have to be mindful of protocols now. And there are people around you who are more sensitive to get COVID. They're autoimmune compromised. Family members have cancer and they have to live with that. So you can't really, like, do a whole lot like before. But every day we're getting closer to having pre-COVID life back. So looking forward to that because I miss people. I miss hugging people. I want to go up to my friends and just like give them the biggest bear hug ever (laughs) and just like crush them (laughs) with like, I miss you so much. You know, I think you and I are a little different in that. Like I would just go up and hug people regardless. I'd be willing to take that risk of just being willing to hang out with other people. But then again, maybe for you, like you're in a situation where you have a little bit more to lose. Well, I have a friend, her dad got treated for cancer last year, right? So during like the big wave of COVID hitting, he was getting treatment for it. So I'm very mindful of that now. And stuff happened with my dad in November that's caused him to be more sensitive now. So I'm more mindful about it because of who I'm around now. I don't want to be dirty. I don't want to get sick. This has been a year of like me not getting fully sick. 
and I like it. I want to keep it that way. I don't want to get the cold. I don't want to get anything. I miss people. I want to hug you, but stay away. Yeah, I think we're running out of time right now for recording, at least. Before we go, is there anything you want to recommend? Any books, TV shows? If you have Disney+, Plus, just Disney yourself out. Why not do it? <laughs> books? I don't know. There's a lot of books out there now that, that are available. See what's due to you. You could read books about history. You could read 17th century poetry. I recommend you don't, though. It's really hard to read. But you might like it. I don't like poetry, but you might like it. That's about it. Fair enough. It's really glad to have, have you on. Really <laughs> glad to see you again. I'm really glad that we can be friends and that we're in each other's lives. And even if there are some things we don't entirely agree on, we're not toxic assholes to each other. <laughs> we're assholes, but we're not toxic. Yeah! That dichotomy kind of exists. Anyways, see you guys. This has been Because We're Not the Same, a podcast hosted, produced, and edited by Nathan Raymond Ray, with special guest Katie Perrin. To listen to more episodes, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Verbal, iHeartRadio, or Podbean. You can also visit our Facebook page, or our website, bwntscast.wordpress.com. If you're interested in coming on the show as a guest, feel free to reach out to us, and we'll see about having you on. Thank you for listening.